and three, two, one. Welcome to The Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we talk about everything from women empowerment, feminism, and everything in between. You're joined by your host, Kenzie Mikve. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for yet another week. Uh, I wanted to apologize for missing last week. As you guys know, I do uh, run this whole podcast. So when I go down, the podcast goes down. It's just been, man, I'll tell you what, 2020 has just started a little bit rockier than I was hoping and just to be candid. And I just feel like just thing after thing that was negative did happen and just trying to keep my hopes up and also uh, comfort others that are dealing with hard times in my life. And so it's just a lot of back-to-back stuff. So I apologize for missing last week, but I look forward to persisting and trying to hold on to keep 2020 to be an overall positive thing. Today's episode, we're going to be covering a female director in film. So women in film, her name's Chloe Zhao. Um, The reason why I want to do this is because I actually just think that female directors need to be recognized more. As we can tell in a lot of the award season, if you don't pay attention, women are often overlooked uh, by the award ceremonies, like the bigger ones. And uh, at least I just don't know much about the smaller ones, but uh, women are often overlooked. So I thought I would do a female series on female directors and The reason why I was inspired to do this is because I am a woman in production myself. Um, It is definitely not film that I'm involved in, but I know a bit about production. And I just thought it would be really nice to be able to have a platform to highlight some talented female directors because not everyone does. And, you know, hey, uh, let's try to get the recognition out there and appreciate their beautiful works of art. So, Chloe. So... The film that I watched by Chloe is The Writer, and it was made in 2017. But first, before we dive into my interpretation of The Writer, I thought we'd talk a little bit about Chloe. So Chloe is a Chinese-American film director, screenwriter, and producer. And according to Wikipedia, her debut feature film, Songs My Brothers Taught Me, uh, in 2015, premiered at the Sundance Film Festival, which is a very famous film festival. And then her second feature film, The Writer, which I watched, was critically acclaimed and received several accolades, including nominations for Independent Spirit Award and for Best Film and Best Director. And that's so impressive for your second feature film, I feel like, to have such accolades. So props to her. So Songs My Brother Taught Me, I didn't watch it, but I wanted to refer to it because I'm going to be talking about it a little later on um, in today's episode, is about a Native American drama set in the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in South Dakota. The film explores the bond between a brother and a sister. I haven't seen it yet, but again, the reason why I brought it up is because I watched a trailer and I watched the writer, and I feel like the visual style is very similar, and it's just highlighting the beauty of the Western Western America. The film, again, highlights the beauty of the rural West and the modern life in it currently. So a little more diving back into Chloe. She was born and raised in Beijing, and her father was a former general manager of a state-owned steel company. Her parents are separated, and her father remarried to an actress. And growing up, Chloe was rebellious, according to Wikipedia, and drawn to influences of Western pop culture. She attended a boarding school in London and then moved further west to Los Angeles to finish up high school. 
She earned her bachelor's degree in political science and worked a series of odd jobs um, before she studied film production at New York University. So I just think it's really inspiring that although she uh, got her bachelor's degree in political science and worked odd jobs, she eventually continued to pursue and follow her career. So I thought that was really inspiring as a fellow female in production myself, who's always trying to uh, keep my hopes up and also pursue my dreams in this field. So I thought that was really cool and inspiring. So again, in 2017, she directed The Writer, which is a contemporary Western drama, which follows a young cowboy's journey. And it follows him after or while he's recovering from a very significant head injury. Uh, It seems near fatal where he is riding a horse and then gets knocked off. He was a professional rider. Um, So it starts off seeing his significant head injury and what he has to go through after that follows up with it. So, again, similar to her first feature, she used a cast of non-actors. So, these people are not actors, but they were people who lived on the ranch where the film was actually shot. However, the lead, uh, his name is Brady Jandrew, I think. Uh, Jandrew, maybe? A cowboy who she met and befriended on her first film And this same man suffered a severe head injury while he was thrown off his horse during a rodeo competition. So later, this guy Brady actually starred in the film itself as a fictionalized version of himself as Brady Blackburn. So it was really interesting to learn that after watching the film because I was like, wow, this guy is so compelling, so realistic. But he's playing himself. Um, It's very realistic and uh, or a version of himself, at least. And it's it's really well done. So, again, she's amazing. She was the writer, producer, and director of these uh, first two films. So, really getting her feet wet here with a lot of roles. And I appreciate the scrappiness of her because I often have to act as those roles myself. Um, So, anyway, I watched The Writer. And I wanted to just talk about the movie itself. So, I felt like the the storytelling style of the film was really letting the story play out organically and naturally. And the story was really told from this perspective of watching the lead go through the motions of his life. And it's very realistic. She let the shots and the landscape really breathe while it was being shot and it spoke for themselves. So it was really thoughtfully done. It was shot in the badlands of South Dakota. And I had no idea how gorgeous and breathtaking South Dakota was. Um, It's not a place I feel like we talk about often in the the U.S. It's a very rural state. And I feel like the movie really displayed that vastness and a section of culture of rural America that I feel like not every single person is exposed to. And what was highlighted was that local rodeo culture. Again, it's just interesting to watch his level of celebrity actually in the small rural town mixed with the level of poverty he was actually suffering through but also he was a local celebrity so it was an interesting paradigm to see uh, because I don't think that's typical of most things that you see in the United States as far as celebrity goes Um, so again the filming really allowed the beauty of this part of the country to be put on showcase and I feel like even though they lived in poverty and it was like a rough in a lot of ways. It, the movie itself showed that you can live a rich life of following your dreams and living with some of the essentials, but really 
keeping your eye on the prize. The story itself was intriguing to watch, uh, but again, if I'm admitting, it was a little bleak and the story wasn't slow. It just included like every single step of the person's journey. So I wasn't necessarily on the edge of my seat the whole time or anything, but I think that's the point of the movie. And the story itself was told beautifully and really showed me a new perspective. Um, And again, I've kind of lived, not completely rural, but in a rural-like American town. And I feel like it was a really honest depiction and a good way to bring out the humanity of that portion of the world and show that we all have similar wants and hopes no matter where and who you are. Um, and I thought it was really cool. So I, a spoiler alert, I wanted to kind of walk through the plot. But again, Brady lives in poverty with his father, Wayne, and his young sister, Lily, who have autism. And a lot of this, again, is coming from Wikipedia. And he was a star rising in the rodeo circuit. And during that time, he suffered brain damage from an accident in a bronc riding competition, which led him prone to seizures. He regularly visits his friend Lane, who lives in a care facility after also suffering severe brain damage from a similar riding accident. And meanwhile, his dad isn't really taking care of the family and he has to take care of his little sister and his dad is gambling a lot. So you can tell how much Brady is frustrated by life with both his injury and what he has to deal with. He also makes a living breaking in horses, which means he like trains them and calms them down and preps them, I guess, for, to be able to be riding horses. And with that savings, he actually buys a new horse and tries to get into riding again. But again, a lot of his injuries hold him back. Uh, and you'll have to see the ending and watch it yourself. But the movie itself was really good. And it was cool to watch a Western and a story be told of a part of culture in the United States that I'm not really familiar with. The U.S. is a big, big, big country. So I also wanted to talk a little bit about Chloe's upcoming projects as well. In April of 2018, it was announced that she is working with Amazon Studios and greenlit her upcoming untitled Bass Reeves project actually a historical western about the first black u.s deputy marshal so i think that is really cool that it's a historical western because she's done a lot of westerns but they were more in real time and to go back into history to film that i think that would be really cool so she's set to film and write that screenplay and it seems like she's going with after her accolades she's gotten some more backing from some of these bigger corporations so it'll be really cool to see what she's able to do because her first few movies were so brilliant with this higher budget and then well I'm making a lot of assumptions but working with Amazon I'm sure is a little bit of a higher budget as well as in September 2018 Marvel Studios hired her to direct the Eternals which is based on the race of the exact same name is the slogan for that So Marvel and Amazon hired her, um, which I'm sure is a really big step after your first two feature films, just going straight there. Um, That's really neat. And uh, I think she should be recognized for that. So it'll be interesting to see these films. Again, one's a historical Western. So to see it go back in time rather than her real life Western styles of her first two features. And then the Marvel one, she's not writing 
or producing, but directing it. And I think that'll be really cool to see what she's going to do with more of a fictionalized story versus realistic because she has done a lot of realistic things. But hey, I think it'll try her directing and really show her talent. So I am excited about that. So in the future, I hope to highlight some more female directors if you're interested and check them out because I feel like, again, these ladies need to be recognized more. So we always wrap with what we're looking forward to. And I always think that's a good thing to focus on. I'm looking forward to working out this week. It's simple, but that's the truth. I want you to think about what you're looking forward to. Uh, I really appreciate everyone tuning in, and I will see you next week. Thanks for your patience. Bye.